Hello everybody, I'm Ken Gordon with Ken Gordon Real Estate coming to you from my hometown of Melbourne, Florida. Welcome to Ask the Expert, the only podcast dedicated to helping buyers and sellers of real property achieve smooth and successful transactions in today's world. Okay, so today we're going to talk about buyers and specifically I want to talk today about first-time home buyers. I have a list in front of me which I created not long ago called the to-do list for first-time home buyers. Now there's 12 items on this list, but here's a secret. You don't have to be a first-time buyer to use a lot of the items on this list. Many of these items can be used whether you're a first-time home buyer or you've purchased two or three or five different homes in the past. So here we go, number one on the list, save. In today's world, you're going to need some cash. You need money for two reasons. Number one, down payment. Number two, closing costs. So let's talk about the down payment piece first. The four most common ways to buy a home. Three of them are mortgages. One of them is cash. Just buy it outright. As far as the mortgages go, you have a conventional mortgage, you have an FHA mortgage, and you have a VA loan. Now, I'm not going to go into the details of each one of these mortgages because that's a subject for an entire different podcast. I'm simply going to give you the basics. So on a conventional mortgage, you're going to need at least 5% cash down. Key point here, plus your closing costs, okay? So on a $200,000 house, that's $10,000 cash down plus your closing costs. Now your lender will set the guidelines for you and they will let you know exactly what they want for you to have for cash down. Some of them want more than 5%, some of them 5% is enough. Next loan, FHA. You're going to need at least 3.5% cash down plus your closing costs. Now the VA is the only loan that I'm aware of that will allow you to purchase a home with zero cash down. However, you will still need to come up with your closing costs. So you've heard me mention closing costs several times. So the next obvious question is, what are you talking about? What are the closing costs? So I have another list for you. These are examples of typical closing costs. Now, keep in mind that most of these will be paid at closing. Some of these you may have to pay up front or during the buying process. So here we go. Here's a list. Attorney fees, title service fees, recording costs, document or transaction stamps or taxes, survey, brokerage commission, mortgage application fee, appraisal fee, inspection fee, home warranty, private mortgage insurance, prepaid home property insurance, etc. There's several other items on the list. Okay, so don't let that big long list of closing fees scare you. Typically, home buyers will pay between 2 and 5% of the purchase price of their home in closing costs. So if your home costs $150,000, you might pay between $3,000 and $7,500 in closing costs. On an average, Buyers pay roughly $3,700 in closing fees, according to a recent survey by Zillow. Okay, so number one was save for down payment and closing costs. Moving along to number two, improve your credit score. Stay current on your bills. Don't cancel any credit cards. 
Don't open any new credit cards. Make no new major purchases. Don't go buy a new car. Don't buy new furniture. Don't change jobs. Change nothing. Change absolutely nothing during that time frame when you first contract to buy a home and the time you make it to closing. Number three, calculate. How much can you afford for a mortgage payment every single month? Don't forget to include taxes and insurance. Number four, get pre-approved for a mortgage. Choose a primary lender, seek advice and counsel from your loan officer, and don't be afraid to ask a lot of questions. Number five, decide what you want in a home. Determine your must-haves versus your want-to-haves. How many bedrooms and bathrooms do you need? How much square footage will be enough? Location, close to work, schools, shopping, etc. And make a checklist to take with you. Write down all your must-haves, all your want-to-haves, and also consider those things that you don't want in your new house. Number six, and perhaps the most important item on the list, choose a realtor. As a buyer in today's world, you do not want to try to do this on your own. The last thing you want to do is call the number on the sign in front of the house you just drove by and fell in love with. The reason? That realtor doesn't work for you. That realtor works for the seller. That realtor will not have your best interest in mind. As a buyer, you need representation in the transaction. Number seven, start visiting homes. Take pictures, make notes, and use your home shopping checklist. Number eight, narrow your choices. Visit neighborhoods during the day and at night to observe traffic and noise, etc. Test drive the commute to work or to school. And by all means, consider resale value. Number nine, make an offer. Once you've found the perfect home, it's time to write a contract. Use common contingency opt-outs. For example, an appraisal contingency and or an inspection contingency. The buyer's agent that you choose will help write the contract the best way possible. Number 10, schedule a home inspection. So what's the purpose of having a home inspection? The home inspection will reveal any issues or problems with the home that you may not have been able to see when you first looked at it and fell in love with it. A good inspector has a list of things that he or she is going to be looking at to determine the condition of the home. Some of those items would include the foundation, the lot, the roof, the exterior of the home, the attic, interior for evidence of leaks, the electrical system, the plumbing system, appliances, heating and cooling systems, etc. Again, there's an entire list that the inspector will be looking at to determine the condition of the home. Remember, as the buyer, you hired the inspector. That inspector should be looking out for your best interests. So what happens if the inspector finds some items in that home that are absolutely unacceptable to you? That's the entire reason for the inspection contingency that you and your buyer's agent built into the purchase contract. You now have some options. Option number one, 
walk away and go find another house. Option number two, try to negotiate with the seller to fix, repair, or replace some of those items that the inspector found. Option number three, and this is the least likely option, move ahead with the contract anyway. Go ahead and close on the house. In this case, you're going to have to determine how badly you want that house. Chances are good though, there's another house out there that you're gonna love just as much as this one. Number 11, make your final walkthrough. The day before or the morning of closing, walk through that house one more time. Check to be sure all inspection contingencies have been met. Check to be sure all the appliances are still there. And check to make sure that there has been no damage or vandalism. And finally, number 12, once you're satisfied, go to closing, get your keys, and move into your new home. So there you have it, friends, the to-do list for first-time home buyers. My name is Ken Gordon. You can reach me at kengordonrealestate.com. You can send me an email, kengordon.re at gmail, or you can call me, 321-684-9900. Thanks again for joining me. I hope you have a great day, and I will see you next time on Ask the Expert.